This episode of the This Is Reportage podcast is sponsored by PickTime. If you've ever listened to the podcast before, you'll know that I love PickTime. Really professional looking galleries, which are super easy to customize. Great sales automation tools that mean I can run discounts and sales. The ability for clients to design and create their own albums, inbuilt slideshows, and a team behind it that are always adding new features, such as their recent new mobile app. The app is a fab new addition to what PickTime already offer. With it, you can easily access your galleries on the go, preview how galleries look to clients, and even post directly to social media, such as a slideshow directly to your Insta stories or images directly onto the grid, with other social networks available too. Head to pick-time.com to find out more. There's a free 30-day trial, and new users can also get one bonus month when upgrading to any paid plan with the code ThisIsReportage. Hi and welcome to episode 138 of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law, I'm the founder of This Reportage and the Reportage family, and I'm a photographer too. Honoured to be joined by our This Is Reportage overall photographer of the year for 2023 today, the one and only Holly Mattia. Not only was Holly our potty on our wedding site, but she was also the number one UK family photographer on our sister site, This Is Reportage Family. And we talk about both documentary wedding and family work on today's episode, including the moment she found out she had won overall photographer of the year on TIR, the story behind her unique chess reportage award, how she captured her emergency family award, why it's important to not only show the good times when it comes to family photography, photographing fellow TIR member Chelsea Canard's wedding and winning a story award with it too, how she came to work alongside her husband, the fab Patrick Mattia, why she loves the food at weddings, both from a hunger and photography perspective, a Netflix synopsis game and so much more. Just a couple of things from me before we get on to Holly. I recently announced my first ever workshop in Italy, which I'm really excited about. It's also my first ever two-day workshop and it's going to be on the 19th and 20th of March in beautiful Tuscany kindly hosted by the fab Fabio Marulla in his studio, who I've interviewed on the podcast before, actually, back in episode number 14. My workshop is all about my documentary approach, and I cover everything, from the shooting to the business side and everything in between. The addition of the extra day means I'm also going to be able to offer photo critiques and personal feedback for the first time, too. For more details and to book, head to alanlawphotography.co.uk. At the time of this episode's release, the brilliant Doc Day is just a few days away on 20th of February, and I'm going to be there with my mic to record another special podcast episode. If you'd like to be on it, be sure to seek me out. You can check out the episode from last year's Doc Day if you want to get even more in the mood. It's episode 125. Doc Day itself is just a brilliant, brilliant event. It's the documentary wedding photography conference held in Dublin, Ireland each year and created by Annie and Kevin Kafash. I think about 170 photographers or so are coming to this year's event, which promises to be the biggest and best yet. Really can't wait. Not sure if there are any tickets left, but if there are, you can grab one at docday.international. Hopefully see you there. Right, over to Holly. Hey, Holly, how you doing? Hi, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm really good as well. Yeah, really good. Nice to hear uh, your voice. And uh, yeah, how's, how's things with you at the beginning of 2024? What's the weather like up there with you? Because where are you? You're up north, aren't you? Yeah, just outside of Hull. Um, We've got a lot of rain at the moment. It's very dull. Always dull in Hull. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no, busy with the children, really. It's quiet with work, catching up with editing and things like that. I've only got a couple left. And then I'm all up. (laughs) 
that's good going that's good going have you have you started any have you shot any weddings yet so far this year no not yet um patrick's got one on saturday and then i've got one the week after so okay. it's, it's nice and separately you're not shooting together no um i guess this time of year it's harder for childcare, and um they're just sort of small weddings so it's nice okay. just ease ourselves back into it that is good isn't it yeah that makes sense i yeah i haven't shot i think my last wedding was in october or so and i've got one this saturday and it's like man i just i've totally forgotten what to do what do we do holly what do we do i know we've been saying the exact same thing but at least you've missed out on all sort of winter weddings yes that is true <laughs> yeah nice. they're trickier winter weddings are i like I, i'm quite happy not having loads of winter weddings it's all good i like it um holly i was going to say though uh, yeah i was just going to mention the weather down here actually anyone anyone tunes in just for the weather update which i'm sure maybe loads of people do um it's uh quite nice in cornwall actually it's all right Ooh, yeah i like it it's always dull in hull it's good it's not going to go down that well uh this podcast in yorkshire holly oh uh, sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> i love your accent by the way i have to say i love your accent well apparently it's been named um the sexiest accent hasn't it by was it timothy chamelay oh yes i saw a little report on that actually <laughs> that's funny it's a, i think it's uh i don't know about sexiest i think the brummy accent yeah. is up there but oh yeah absolutely i wouldn't say anything about the whole i don't have a whole accent um because i'm not actually from here but i'll, I'll claim that <laughs> you've got a yorkshire accent though haven't you it's yorkshire. yeah a bit of one i think yeah cool i mean and then yorkshire accent is like super friendly accent i love that accent yeah, everyone's lovely around here. I can't, I can't complain. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. I went to uni um, at Bretton Hall. It's on the Yorkshire Sculpture Park, um, just outside of Wakefield. Yeah, and that was really nice. I remember all the kind of the the people in the canteen and always calling, always calling us flower and stuff, which is really nice. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Holly, anyway, I have to have to begin this obviously by saying a huge congratulations for becoming the this reportage overall photographer of the year for 2023 which is just an incredible achievement um yeah what, what was it like winning that um quite unbelievable i'll say thank you obviously um but yeah I, it was something i never really saw myself winning um i mean we've been entering from the beginning um and i know it took a, a couple of years till we actually got our first awards and then sort of we started hoping that would make the top 100 and then as years progressed we made it further and further up but I didn't actually see it ever being a possibility that I would be named the winner so I mean it's it's lovely and it'll definitely be something that we're happy for forever really it's it's great oh it's so cool and it's so deserved Holly it's just awesome work you just just nailing it and I mean I just the first collection of 2024 just came out like yesterday for weddings and and family today when I'm recording this and you've won in both those again it's just like you're so consistent so just consistently great it's awesome it's so cool you should be so proud and yeah it's just it's just awesome it's really cool and I just have to say I love it and if, if people haven't seen this I did put it on the um TIR Instagram but the actual video where uh, Holly finds out she kind of won. Uh, can you tell us about that in, in case people have not seen it? Oh gosh, yes. Um, we went to a little cafe in Hull that we like to go to to do some work and sort of editing and things like that. And obviously we knew, well, that it was going to be announced, seeing all the awards and <clears throat> things like that. And I, we sat having breakfast and Patrick sort of got his phone out. And I was thinking, what are you doing? And he started to record. And we got the emails through and he started reading it aloud to the whole cafe. <laughs> I feel embarrassed now trying to trying to remember actually. So 
but yeah announced it to the whole cafe everyone cheered and it was really lovely I think I nearly cried Patrick had tears in his eyes when he was reading it so that was really lovely because obviously we're really really happy for each other whenever we win these awards that's so nice yeah that is so nice and that video honestly it just it I just love seeing that video I think I've watched it about 20 times I think (laughs) it's it's awesome I love it I love it um and it I was going to say, if anyone's listening now, I've got to stop saying if anyone's listening now because, you know, they're hearing me say this. And so anyway, anyway. Um, but yeah, dude, I'll put the, I'll put it again on the Instagram story, that video, I think, because um, you've got to check it out at the moment there, Holly. It's definitely <laughs> confirmed that she's the overall TIR top of the year. And it is such a big title. I mean, obviously, I'm, you know, I'm biased by, you know, you know, running TIR, I think, but it is such a huge deal because you you know how difficult it is there's so many entries it's so difficult it's such a big thing um (laughs) sorry god it really is so it is really difficult um i mean obviously we've entered lots of awards over the years and things like that and this is reportage is one that we get continuously excited for um and even if we don't pick up awards it's still really nice to see our friends because we've made a lot of friends throughout the this reportage community and it's just lovely. It's a, such a nice community. And it's whether you win or lose, it's just nice to be a part of it. Oh, that's that's so cool. That's so nice. I'm not paying Holly any money for her to say <laughs> that, by the way. <laughs> no, but it's cool. It's true you're saying that because and just recently with the awards that have just come out, you know, yesterday and today, I can I see like you guys commenting on other people's and other people's commenting on yours and stuff. And it's so lovely to see. It's so, you know, you think with maybe how difficult it is to win that it's, it's, it's that it'd be like cutthroat competitive but it's not it's a really friendly community out there people supporting each other and i just love that it's um yeah really cool and um i mean the overall award that you've won though it's just it's just another one added to your massive accolades you know so you've got your rangefinder 30 rising star twia mm-hmm. um, overall winner it's it's mad what's the secret holly everyone's everyone's at home now listening in like they've got their notebooks out what what is the secret how do you do it Oh, just be true to yourself. Something inspiring like that. Um, I don't <laughs> hard work. I mean, it's it's really helpful having my husband Patrick. We sort of help each other develop and learn, and it's really nice to have that to bounce off each other constantly. Um, but again, the community as well. There's always people we talk to, even when entering the awards. We all share what we could be entering, things like that. And it's just, I'm, I'm still learning, still open to learning new things. And <clears throat> You're so modest and humble, Holly. You're so uh-huh. modest and humble. You should be just selling one preset that means there's a guaranteed win with a preset, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sat here blushing. My face is so red. No, <laughs> oh, I thought, I, I think I read somewhere that was the reason why you put that video up in black and white when you found out, you know, you won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny <laughs> and you mentioned obviously working with Patrick um so yeah and you said you're not competitive with each other then do you never like you know you like have a little kind of internal competition with each other about who's gonna win the most awards in the year uh maybe a little bit just playfully but um <laughs> but yeah it's fun it's never aggressive <laughs> oh no that's good and you're in, con- <laughs> you're in control of all the editing aren't you so can you just like put some like black lines through like uh, Patrick's uh, <laughs> submissions or something yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> don't tell him <laughs> no that's true though isn't it do you do is that how you do it? so you generally work together for most of your kind of bigger weddings is that right yeah yeah we shoot as many as we can together again it just depends on childcare because we've got three three boys 
um, we shoot as many as we can together and then some separately, but I do all the editing and then wow. we go through it together just to make sure it's, it's, you know, perfect for our clients. And then we go through it again, sort of with a little, um, sorry, we go through it again to sort of pick out the ones we think we might enter to awards and then just go through them and just make sure they are like up to scratch when we are entering. But it is, again, teamwork. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. I'm sure. So um, you're there doing all the hard work editing, and is like Patrick just like sitting back with a pipe and uh, slippers and things? As you're, <laughs> yeah, he wishes. I mean, he does a lot with the with the boys. Um, he handles all the admin and all the speaking to clients because I'm not great at that. Oh, I know. I, I cool. <laughs> and that's cool. the background. <laughs> Oh, no, that's good. And I guess too, I'm, I'm only joking. I know you two both work so much, so much in your business. And I think the benefit of just having the one person editing must keep it really consistent as well. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, I think that's really good. And you always submit to TIR like weeks and weeks in advance, don't you? You never leave it like near to the deadline. Oh, honestly, I don't think this last. Um, sorry, I'll start that again. Um. Well, we always say we'll enter in advance and we'll get ready and we'll have no panic, no rush or anything like that. And with this new, the January one, we thought, I know, we'll get ahead of start. We'll start entering. Patrick got all his a week before, I think. And I was still doing mine sort of within that last half an hour to spare. But every other time we have been entering right up until sort of 11.59. Holly! It is like that for everything. It's awful, but you know, it seems to work. <laughs> yeah, well, it is working. It's definitely it is working. That's funny because it's funny because if anyone's a member of TI, be listening in, you know that I do send a lot of reminders and things and pe- yeah. telling people don't leave it to the last minute. And then, but still, <laughs> so many people do. It's it funny. Do. It must be you, a photographer thing. <laughs> yes, I think it is. I mean, I can appreciate that myself as well. We do things at the last minute, don't we? It's just yeah. It's the way it goes. Um, and Holly, whilst we're on the subject of you winning uh, everything under the sun, um, as well as being our overall photographer of the year on our wedding site for 2023, you also became the number one UK photographer for 2023 on our family site, this Reptage family, and 10th in the world, which is an amazing achievement as well. So many, many congrats for that. Can you can you tell us more about the family side of your business? How how you got into got into that? I think really um, during lockdown, obviously we have so many cameras and we couldn't shoot weddings and I think our youngest was about two um Harrison well I say youngest but he's um Xavier is Patrick's son he lives with his mum half the week so he was staying there most of the time during lockdown and we had Harrison who was two so I just started photographing him really just trying to capture as much of his little life as I could um and I really fell in love with that I don't think I'd taken many photos before family just because we were so busy with weddings I feel like as a photographer sometimes you do forget you just think oh that's for work Mm. take it to work and you forget to get them out and capture just life around you while you're at home um and then we had Hugo and I just continued and then sort of weddings started back up again and a couple of people's I think previous wedding clients had said can I have some family photos and I thought you know I'll give it a go um and it was really well received. Um, I think I've been doing it properly now for about a year, so I'm still relatively new. Um, but I really love it. It's it's just so nice to be able to capture children as they are growing up, not sort of 
telling them to look at a camera or anything like that. It's just the same as we do weddings. That's it, cool. Yeah, I was going to ask, are you approaching it really exactly the same way as you do in your weddings, so not posing them at all? Yeah. I nice. love it. Um, sorry. Yeah. Can you? Oh, no, no, it's all good. Yeah, it's good. I, yeah, it's fab. And is it something that you're going to kind of carry on with alongside the weddings? Yeah, I've, I've got quite a few bookings already for this year. Um, I'm hoping to get some day in the life shoots. I guess because I have been so busy with weddings, I've not put my full attention into the family photography side of things. But I'm really hoping to push up this year. Um, I've actually just taken two, which is really lovely because it's usually the other way around, but two of my family clients have booked me to do their weddings now. Ah, that's so cool, isn't it? Because you do, I think, you know, stereotypically in my head, I do think of a lot of wedding photographers getting family work from their previous wedding clients, but I've not really thought that it'd be maybe going the other way around as well. Yeah, yeah, me either. And it's it's just so nice. So I've got one, one of those that's coming up this year. And then um, they booked yesterday and it's actually for 2026 which wow. is nice <laughs> but Gosh, yeah. i really love their photos and they said they came came to me immediately once they booked their venue so it's really that's, nice that's really cool isn't it that's really cool 2026 wow is that going to be like a, a wedding venue on mars or something or I on the think so um <laughs> but they must they really loved the venue and they didn't want to miss out on getting it so I oh, yeah. quite quickly no really that makes sense that. that's cool and you've got a different name for your family side aren't you so you're the wild child photographer Yes, and that name came from my son Harrison because he is my little wild child. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Oh, they're really cool. And it's so cool. It's cool that you're just so good at both, Holly, as well. I mean, you just, yeah, it's just, you just, you're just nailing it. It's just so cool. And it was lovely that you came to the Christmas party recently in, in December and um, celebrated with us. I love that. Thank you for coming down. And it's a long well, way. From it was really lovely. It was so lovely to meet Oni as well. <clears throat> oh, lots yes. of photographers. I was a bit too nervous to sort of go up to loads of people and say hello so I was sort of stood at the bar but people kept coming over and it was so nice to chat to people obviously you see so many photographers work online and then to like put that to their faces it was just really really lovely it's such a nice thing that you're doing oh cool thank you thank you for coming it's awesome to have you there it really was um and we had the overall family photographer of the year there as well so you're both there which is super cool to have okay, yeah that was amazing yeah really really nice and um i'll be seeing you again later in the year are you speaking at nine dots aren't you later this year yes i am i'm getting all these things out of the way to sort of practice for it i've decided this year is going to be my year of saying yes to things rather than putting it off constantly <laughs> <laughs> i think that is a good approach it is a good approach i mean uh, i mean i get scared and as people have heard on the podcast before i do get nervous and anxious about so many things but i think saying yes is generally good you know good things generally happen don't they yeah yeah absolutely um obviously i feel nervous doing this and it's kind of making me regret um winning wedding photographer of the year but i'm i'm doing it <laughs> it's making, making you regret because you're on the podcast <laughs> oh that's funny that exactly. is funny i think i'm doing all right <laughs> you're doing great it's so cool you're doing great really good have you got um have you been practicing your talk for nine dots already or are you gonna leave that a bit later it's months away yeah isn't it yeah i've got quite a while to practice i've got some notes and a rough idea around what i'm going to be doing um i've got a lot of work to put into it just to make sure everyone enjoys it and takes something from it but it's i'm really looking forward to it as nervous as i am i i think i think it'll go well and it's just so nice because obviously again nine dots community it's just full of friends really isn't it and so many people said they're going to be sat in the front row supporting me or heckling you heckling you <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> look forward to it
<laughs> oh, you'll be great, Holly. You'll be great. And I'll be there and I won't be heckling as well. It'll be, it'll be great. Because um, you were due to talk, weren't you, at Nine Dots a couple of years ago, weren't you, with Patrick? Yeah, I was. And we'd got all our talk ready. I was so nervous about that, um, mainly leaving most of it to Patrick. But there was sort of like a nasty, cold, COVID-type superbug going around. And my my youngest got it. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up and I couldn't. I had no voice. I was trying to speak to Patrick on the phone. I was like, I'll still try and come. Couldn't get my voice out. And then they, both of the boys were really unwell. I was unwell. And I just sort of said, good luck. You're going to have to do it on your own. And hopefully he smashed it because obviously I've not, I've not actually seen that. Oh, he was great. Oh, was. People did say lovely things. And I just wish I was like there as well to hear it or it was recorded or something. But Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. You would have been so proud to have seen him. But yeah. maybe have been dropped last minute having to sort of think how to do it on his own when obviously we'd been practicing to do it together yeah yeah that's quite a big deal actually but he nailed it it was a shame you weren't there but he nailed it and but now he's going to get the uh the experience in reverse he's going to be able to watch and support you um this november yeah, yeah we've got babysitters all lined up so we'll be able to come as well so that's exciting <laughs> that is good in advance i like it you've got the babysitters in that's cool yeah. and um i think there are, there are tickets left for nine dots so people if you've never been before if you've been or if you have been before it is it is super cool um it's, it's super great in nine dots community and I've, I've been every year absolutely love it um it's a great lineup again this year so david skulls is talking again as well isn't he yes he is um what a person to follow i can't i can't believe it there's there's loads of amazing amazing talkers but i'm i'm real pleased to be there with dave Oh, yeah, you're both going to be great. It's awesome. So TIR, overall photographer of the year and the TIR storyteller of the year, like together on the same bill. It's awesome. They've been well, haven't they? Yeah, no, they did. Like a crystal ball into, yeah. No, that is that is really good. Really good. Um, and talking about um, really good, let's talk about one of your specific reportage awards, one of your wedding awards, which I personally love. And I know I've seen loads of comments from other photographers as well going like, wow, this is amazing. And it's the chess image. Um, yes. Yeah, it's, it's so good, Holly. Can you, tell, can you tell us a bit how you, you know, how you captured that, what you were thinking, um, and maybe explain what the image looks like for anyone who, who hasn't seen it? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, <clears throat> so my chess image is essentially a wide photo of what looks just like a chessboard, but it has got the silhouettes of the wedding guests in the background. And it just, it's just sort of like a stand, a standout shot, which I don't think I've seen before in wedding photography. So it's really nice um, to have been able to capture that for this particular couple because they had told us that they were big fans of chess. So for them to have that photo, I think it's, I think it's nice. Um, oh, that's really, do they actually? They are a big chess. I guess that's why they've got a big chess thing at their wedding. Must be fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it worked out well. Um, so this, taking this photo. So I actually. Um, I'll just start before I got that one. I'd actually taken another shot at this wedding, which is the um, the fat face image. Oh, yes. yeah, look, that's, a, that's an award as well. It is, yes. And I'd just taken that photo. I'd been following that person around with that bag, thinking who on earth brings a paper fat face bag to a wedding? And I'd hope to be able to get it in an image because, you know, you don't see that every day. Yeah, I mean, if anyone's not, uh, if anyone's listening, I mean, obviously they're listening, Alan. I've got to stop saying that. It's so stupid. <laughs> so it's so ridiculous. But that image, that is someone. Um, so you've lined it up perfectly, haven't you? So that they are stuffing their face with some kind of wedding food. Yeah, but they've yeah. got that fat face bag as well. So that aligns brilliantly. This is great as well. But sorry, yes, yeah, no, carry on. So I've obviously been photographing people having the canapes, and I just thought, you know, I'll leave, I'll leave people a few minutes about me shoving my camera right in their face because I love to do that. <laughs> And I've walked around, um, it's it's on a vineyard, so it's quite hilly. 
and I just walked around to leave people in people. I just walked around to leave people to eat their canapes in peace, and I'd noticed the chessboard, and then everyone was just stood outside in a line, sort of enjoying that moment just after the confetti, enjoying canapes, champagne, as you do. And I just noticed that how it lined up looked like they looked like chess pieces. So I got quite low down. Obviously, that's not hard for me because I'm quite short anyway. <laughs> and it, against the skyline, they were silhouetted and it just looked, it looked lovely. And as I'd taken that photo, I thought, you know, I think I've got something pretty good. But I'd totally forgotten about it until sort of the next day when I was culling. Because usually I show Patrick my photos, we compare because um, we were shooting that wedding together. Um, and I was going through the photos, so I sent him a little, I sent him a screenshot of it, because he must have been downstairs while I was upstairs editing. And I'd said, uh, what do you think of this? Is it okay? And I kind of heard him shouting up, like, oh, my God, <laughs> tell me about this photo. So, yeah, that's how I took that photo. I don't know if I've, have I given you enough information? Oh, yeah, Holly, that's awesome. It's so cool. And, yeah, and as you say, it is, you know, I think you said right at the beginning of that, that it is something that you've not seen before. And, yeah, I agree. You know, I've not seen anything like that before. It's it's so cool just even to see that as an opportunity. I think I just, you know, I wouldn't have even seen that as an opportunity to capture. So just to have that insight is just so cool. It really is. And then the final images is just brilliant. Yeah, so you've got, like, the pawns on either side, the proper chess pieces, and then the all the guests are kind of in the middle as you said silhouetted they do they look like other pawns in it it's so good it's so good thank you, it's, just, thank yeah, you. it's great i've seen a few times oversized chess pick boards at weddings and i've not got a shot anything like that in my portfolio so it yeah. just worked perfectly with the venue i think with it being on a hill it worked lining up was really just look <laughs> not look no look. you see it's no, i'm just i'm just pleased it was on that wedding venue and i was able to get that I mean, I do. I like to get quite low down for a lot of my photos and it just it works. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. It changes the perspective, isn't it? It gives a different look that most people are not not used to seeing the world. You mentioned you're a bit short. And then how, how, how tall are you? I'm probably only just five foot three. OK, that's a nice height. That's less like same height as only. That's a good height. It's a good height. I think, I think in the wedding photography world, it's quite small. I I am. Um, I remember being at nine dots thinking, am, am I the smallest person in the room? <laughs> <laughs> it's quite handy though don't you think for like documentary being able to make helps a bit in being able to get in close and around people <laughs> yeah so if you want to win this is reputage wedding photographer of the year just be small <laughs> <laughs> don't wear big heels or big boots a bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah walk around on your knees <laughs> oh, that's funny no thank you for talking about that i love that image and people listening now see i didn't say if you're listening now i, I said people listening now do um head to this reportage.com on on the post that uh, uh that this on holly's podcast episode post and i'll include um that chess reportage award there which is just awesome and one of my all-time favorite reportage awards so yeah super super cool holly um holly let's change tack to like the bit that everybody actually tunes in for you know what it's going to be Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> Have you been looking forward to this bit or dreading this bit? I'm dreading this bit. But oh, we're going really? To, I mean, okay. Patrick's good at this kind of thing. <laughs> You'll be great, I'm sure. You'll be good. Um, so, yes, if you are tuning in for the first time, it's something that's just a bit of fun, just to mix up the chat a bit on the podcast. So we're going to do a little Netflix or other streaming service little pop quiz. There are zero prizes. It's just for the kudos. Um, so I'm going to read out a synopsis or a series, uh, and I'm sorry, a synopsis of a series or a movie, and we're going to see if Holly can get the title, and hopefully you enjoy playing along at home as well. So, okay, um, are you ready for your first one, Holly? 
I guess so. I am going to be terrible at this, so we'll just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Getting the disclaimers in, I like it. I like it. Okay. Okay, so I, I start off easier and it goes harder. So this is a bit of an easier one. Okay, you might be able to get this one. Okay, okay. So it's a movie. So Barbie and Ken are having the time of their lives in the colourful and seemingly perfect world of Barbie land. However, when they get a chance to go to the real world, they soon discover the joys and perils of living among humans. The Barbie movie. Yes, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> well, I generally start a bit easier, so that you know it's topical as well. It's kind of recent. So, Absolutely. have you seen? Have you seen it? Yeah, um, we just watched it at home recently. Um, I'd like to watch it again. I loved how it looked. Oh, um, is it look good? Yeah, I've not seen it. Have you not seen it yet? Oh, you should no. watch. I know. I should watch. We bought it for like my daughter when she had a sleepover, and they've watched it, so I've got it on like streaming thing. So. I should watch it because I know I used to, I used to random a little bit. I used to love the song Push by Matchbox 20 like years and years ago. And don't they isn't like Ken in a band in the film and he sings that or something. Yeah, yeah. there's so many amazing songs in it. I love I love it just for that, really. <laughs> oh, that's good. No, cool. I will. I will check it out. I will. I will watch it. OK, well, one out of one. So I'm oh. not sure about that. Oh, Alexa doesn't agree. <laughs> did you hear that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Okay, okay, you can ignore that. That's funny one. Okay, one out of one. Let's go on to your second one. So this one, I think you might also get, but we'll see. Okay, so this is a movie. It's a, it's an old movie. Okay, Lucy, along with her two sons, Michael and Sam, move to a small town in California. Soon, the two boys are sucked into the mysterious and dangerous world of bikers, vampires, and vampire hunters. Lost boys. Yes. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> well it's one that I've, I've seen as a kid but i've never asked on this so um i haven't seen it in years it's good though isn't it yeah yeah um i guess i've not seen it for a few years but it's one of my favorite films one of patrick's too um i'm gonna have to watch it tonight now thank oh, you. you should yeah <laughs> oh it's good you both like it that's cool see two out of two holly this is great it's really good um i yeah i haven't seen that since i was really young um i only really remember a bit don't they like drink like blood from wine they don't drink they don't know they're drinking blood or something from wine glasses or something Is that yeah it? it's there's there's some amazing things patrick does often quote um you're eating worms michael or oh, maggots something like that we're gonna have to watch it tonight because i know he'll be on <laughs> when i tell him this he'll, he'll quote it straight away <laughs> uh, okay that's cool well, okay so two out of two holly this is your third one now this one is harder i do the i do do the last one it's harder so this one's harder this is a series okay this is harder though okay so so Anna Kendrick stars in a fresh take on a romantic comedy anthology series about the journey from first love to lasting. Oh, I don't know what this is. I don't think I've seen Anna Kendrick in these series. Yeah, it's, it's not like massively known, I think. Um, shall oh, I tell you? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. It's called Love Life. Love Life. Have you Love watched Life. it? Yes, but it's only been two series of it. She's uh, she's all in the first series. And she's a bit in the second series. It's really good. I really recommend it. It's it's really really good. Yeah. Is it on Netflix? It is on. I don't think it's on Netflix. I think it's on Prime actually or something. Oh, yeah, we'll, put on Prime. we'll give that a watch. We'll put yes. it on our, um, on our long list of things to watch. <laughs> cool. Do it. Good. Yes. Called Love Life. Great. Cool. Well, two out of three, Holly is really really good. So well done. Honestly, I'm so I'm I'm over the moon. I'm almost as happy as I was winning winning photographer of the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to update your bio on your website now. It's two out of three. <laughs> yeah. 
podcast it's funny it's funny um cool okay let's go back to your photography then and let's go back let's talk about your origins um holly i don't mean your birth i mean like you know getting into <laughs> getting into photography so i i read used to be used to done a few things beforehand but you were a florist before getting into photography weren't you as well and i just like how you know you went from that and to started working with patrick and working together what is how did it all begin <clears throat> sorry just clearing my throat yeah, it's a good, it's a good story. It's a good. <laughs> Wait for the gap. So, um, yeah, I was training to be a florist and I met Patrick on Tinder. So I hadn't, I hadn't really been doing photography. I hadn't had a camera, hadn't really, it was always something I wanted to do. I remember when I was younger, <clears throat> it was sort of like something I'd seen myself doing just because I'd always sort of like artistic um things like that and I wanted to go to photography college and I moved around quite a bit as a child so I'm waffling a lot but I had I don't even know where I'm going with this um, no you're not waffling it's all good honestly I'm, right. I'm, saying, I'm like right let me think <laughs> where did you move around from where are you so you, you are from Yorkshire though originally yeah I'm from Yorkshire I've I've lived in Yorkshire all my life but I've just moved around quite a lot okay. um, I wouldn't even be able to tell you how many houses I've lived in oh, really a lot, yeah little villages in East Yorkshire, Hull, Bradford, um, and sort of basically just boom around around the place backwards and forwards. Um, but before we moved to Bradford, my mum had sort of said, oh, you, we can go here. There's a photography college. You could start there. Um, and I was like, oh, wow, amazing. Um, but it didn't ever happen. And we ended up moving back and things like that. So I hadn't really thought about it again. Mm. And then I'd got into floristry, um, which was lovely because the weddings and things like that it's always been something that appealed to me and then I met Patrick on tinder um, and he was a photographer so that was quite cool and obviously we was that uh, a plus point did that help you swipe I think it did yeah. because it's something creative and then I thought oh that's lovely um I don't think did I've met have, a photographer before so did he have did he have an awesome kind of like photo as well because yeah. he's a photographer was it a great selfie he did he did he um he had a super eight camera actually with his holding it with his bicep out looking nice. at so that, that <laughs> for me um, <laughs> and um yeah he was a wedding photographer and at the beginning I was like oh you do weddings expecting him to do something more exciting because <laughs> as you do you hear so many people that when they do photography they don't see themselves doing weddings but mm. that was lovely and because I worked all throughout the week and he worked weekends I actually started going to weddings with him and he'd give me a camera because I'd um I told him that I'd been interested in it and I'd like to learn and things like that so I sort of started assisting him at weddings and then um, apparently I had the eye for it because when he's going for my photos he'd seen some things that I've, I've captured and, and really enjoyed it and I guess it just went from there um I quit my job as a florist started going to more weddings um I think 2017 really was when I shot my first full, not full year of weddings doing it, but assisting, attending weddings. That's not long ago. It's not, it's not long ago, really, when you hear some of these amazing photographers and they've been doing it sort of for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's mad, Holly, really. It's, yeah, it's 2024 really was sort of my first full year of... 2024, all... that's now. Oh, 2024, 2023. 20... <laughs> 
2023 was really my first full year of doing it because since 2017, I'd either been pregnant or breastfeeding on maternity leave. So then returning, doing here and there. But yeah, last year was my first full year at it. Wow, that's mad. That is mad. Your first full year and you win like a TIR overall photographer of the year. That's pretty, pretty crazy, Holly. It is when you think about it like that, really. Yeah, gosh. That's awesome. And and so now you, you work virtually virtually all time together on the day. Do you guys have like a, you know, a set system? Does like one of you always do, you know, the bridal prep and the one do the groom prep if it's a man and a woman or do you mix things up? Do you, do you have like set bits that you, you know, always do like during the speeches and things or is it very fluid? You know, how do you guys work? Um, yeah, I, I guess I always do tend to do the bridal prep if it's um, husband and wife, Patrick. Mm groom um we very occasionally switch up a bit just depending on location i don't actually drive um so i like to get ferried about by people yes <laughs> nice so don't blame you don't blame me <laughs> but other than that i guess it just it's just really fluid we we tend to know where each other's going to be and, and it just works really nicely it's oh, not yeah. sort of like first shooter second shooter it's just no. we do well we, we seem to avoid each other's shots as well um, yeah, it's, that's good stuff. So, I mean, if it was going to be first shooter, second shooter, I mean, Patrick would be like the assistant now, wouldn't he? Anyway, with to the yeah, talk for the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're loving that, Patrick. And he must be listening at some point. It's good. <laughs> you can't put those jibes in there. God, yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's cool. And so you on the on the day itself, I think I always ask our husband and wife teams this, but I'm going to ask it again as well. So you you never argue on the day. You never like get a bit ratty with each other or anything. No, no, not at all. I mean, well, as long as we're fed. Um, okay. I think sort of in the beginning, I remember getting a bit snippety once, but that's because they didn't feed me. They only brought up one supply of meal. Oh, between the two of you, that does suck. Yeah, I don't, I don't cope well with hunger. Um, <laughs> but other than that, no, it's, it's really, it's lovely. It's fun. I guess with us having um, lots of children at home as well, we don't tend to have any quality time. So going to a wedding together is sort of date night for us. We get to have fun, be creative, do the thing we love, and be together. It's, it's really nice. That is pretty cool, isn't it? Gosh, not many people, I mean, not many husbands and wives or wives and wives, uh, and, um, husbands and husbands can work together like that. And uh, we are, you know, that is, I was going to say we, I don't work with my wife only, but, I, but she works from home as well, you know, she's got her own business. So I, he's so, I feel very lucky to be at home with her, like virtually all the time, apart from when I'm shooting weddings. And that's, I guess, similar to you two when you're, when you're shooting like that as well. It's lovely. Um, and Holly, I just have to, uh, I do have to say, I love your use of the word snippety. I don't even know where that came from. It's used the word snippety. No, I've never heard that word before, but I love it. Snippety. You, know, oh, you, you only got snippety it. once. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. New words, new words. No, that's cool. And uh, whilst I mention of food, I think I've got, because I, yes, I did read about this. So, so I'm going to ask you this. I think I know the answer anyway, but do you eat the canapes? I do now, Alan, but honestly, it's, it's taken me like five years. I didn't dare. I was always so scared. Oh, to yeah. have a can of fear but now yeah absolutely. absolutely yeah i get i get that kind of fear i get that fear but yeah it's all good but you also you like photographing people kind of eating the canopies as well don't you i do i love it I, I think a lot of my favorite shots are of people eating <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i know brides and grooms now when they book us they will mention that so they all they're all aware that that is what i'll be doing is getting up right in their faces as they're shoving food in and it's I love it. It's fun. I mean, food is a big part of a wedding, isn't it? 
people mm, so into choosing what they want and spend a lot of money on it yeah they do so why not have photos of people enjoying it totally i totally totally agree with you there holly and it's cool again it separates you as well and i know you're not doing that consciously to separate you from other people but you're doing it because you love it and but it also does it separates you from so many photographers out there who wouldn't you know they always drop cameras or stop cameras when people are eating so yeah it's great. i remember in the beginning shooting a wedding with patrick and obviously back then we were a bit more traditional um not ever overly posy, but he was a photographer for 10 years before I met him. So that's just what he did. Mm. And we're um, putting the gallery together and there's this photo of a bride shoving, I think it was like a quiche with crest and it was all falling out of mouth and he was like, we can't deliver that. So we didn't. And and now we obviously did the opposite. It's quite Yeah, funny. now it's like entering to the awards like first and foremost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's all good. It's all just part of their day though as well. It is all part of their day. Yeah, definitely um holly let's go back to some of your family work and i wanted to ask about one of your specific uh family reportage awards and it's the emergency one so it's, it's a child with a so anyone's not seen it a child with a, like a bandage around their head and the word emergency written on the road can you tell us more about about that one yeah i can um so that's actually my son harrison um, and I don't know about other photographers who have got children who also do family photography, whether they find it, it's quite difficult photographing your own children. It's it's different to photographing other families because obviously first you're a parent and photography comes after that. But I do always try to take a camera with me when I go out. And this was just a little trip to the park. Um, I think I'd probably maybe taken about two photos that day just because you are running around making sure they're not falling over or hurting themselves and things like that. Um, and I, it was as we're leaving the park, I was fastening my youngest Hugo into his pushchair, just clipping him in. And suddenly I heard this loud crack. Oh, and um, I mean, it's and then the scream. And it's obviously something that sends shivers down your body. And I'd not heard anything like that before. Um, and I turned around and Harrison was um, holding on to sort of this metal chain with his head on the floor and he hadn't let go of it yet. So I sort of rushed over. It was only a couple of steps to the side of me, but he was mm. so, so sad. And it's obviously, I didn't think anything other than, oh my God, what do I do? And yeah. I scooped him up and I was with my friend and she handed me her denim jacket and I put that on his head because there was a bit of blood coming from the back of his head. Oh. But once I'd managed to calm him down, he settled quite quickly, just cuddling in, making sure everyone's all right. I think I was panicking the most. Um, I checked his head and it wasn't too bad, but I knew I knew I needed to take him to hospital to get checked mm. over. So we got a taxi in the back of the taxi, trying to scoop up my my youngest and Harrison and put the pushchair in the boot. Oh. My way over to hospital, and we were in the waiting room for about four hours. Oh gosh! <laughs> so it was it was loud. It was exhausting. And Patrick was on his way from back from London, photographing a wedding. So I was like messaging him, saying, "When are you coming back?" I need you to come pick us up from the hospital at some point. That must be worrying for him as well. Yeah, yeah. Patrick's quite a warrior as well. So I was like, oh, he's fine, obviously. It's just, it's, we're all just tired now. And it's it's a stressful thing to go through. Um, so anyway, he was seen. They glued him back up, shaved his head, glued him back up, put a couple of steri strips on and gave him this amazing bandage. And he was so proud of that. He was just showing it off as he was coming out. Look at me. Look how brave I've been absolutely covered in stickers because as a parent I would suggest to anyone who's got children always have some stickers in your bag because they help for everything 
That's a good tip. Right. Yeah, it's a good tip. So I absolutely covered him in stickers whenever he felt sad and just oh. kept consoling him. And then we made our way out and everything just seemed really calm. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to get my camera and I'm just going to take a photo because, you know, the bad and the good, you want to remember all these things. Mm, yeah. sure. He was just stood outside kicking dirt with his shoes. Hugo was just stood next to me. And I just took that photo. There was no ambulances in the in the bay or anything like that. So you can clearly see the emergency sign. And it just worked really well. Um, I guess before entering it to awards, my thing was thinking, I can't really enter it to awards because I've chopped his feet off at a funny, um, a funny angle. And that's always something for me. I don't like cutting people off at their ankles or anything like that. But I did think, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a go because it means something to me. It's something a lot of parents um have, have been through taking their child to a and e mm. i'm gonna enter it and you know and it won one and i was really happy and um he's still really really impressed by the scar on the back of his head oh it's <laughs> oh, all fine and all good oh that's that's so cool holly i love hearing like the story behind that i think that's yes super interesting and i guess uh, the first thing is that that only would have happened that image if you as as uh, if you'd had the camera with you which you say you always do so that's a great great yeah. thing so what kind of what camera do you take around i never really ask people about cameras which people might think is funny as a photography thing but in case people are interested is what's the specific camera do you normally take around with you oh it's my um, nikon zfc so i like to use that for my family photography because it's quite small and light and it's just really easy to use okay that's cool <laughs> that's cool and just the way you composed it purposely like that though. i mean it's like kind of like street photography and family photography in one you know to have that emergency like so like visible and but and with the bandage around your son's head as well it's just so yeah greatly composed a great image and yeah. and also as you said that though what is it's not as you said yourself it's not just the good stuff that we should be photographing with our families with our you know with our, and our clients families as well it's just as important and i remember a few months ago i put a, a, an award up on reportage family by a different photographer and it was a child falling over on the steps and things and there's a lot of controversy about it and some yeah. people saying shouldn't show it and things but i just think i disagree i think we should show it and as someone else said like this is really normal this happens to families all around the world and we shouldn't shy away from showing this it's nothing to be ashamed of or anything people get hurt and stuff so and it normalizes it by showing it to more people absolutely especially with social media because people do just tend to show all the best bits and mm. with peace and it's not always you know rainbows and sunshine there are lots of incidents and bruised knees and yeah. and things like that and it's it's just normal it's all part of it isn't it yeah totally 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 agree and that's a, yeah cool i love that i just you know i wouldn't be able to do i wouldn't be able to do something like just kind of like lifestyle photography and I, I, I wouldn't be able to do that because i just don't have the interest in everyone just looking so great and happy and like you know it just i just like the realness of it and that's the same yeah. with weddings and, and and family it's all really good um let's do a few quick uh, fire ones holly let's, uh, <clears throat> okay okay go away. okay so if you could advocate for someone to watch just one tv series what would it be Oh my goodness! Um, a TV series. Yeah. Oh no, I've I've watched so many. Me and Patrick watch so many TV series. It's not going to be like a quick fire thing at all because I just can't. <laughs> no, that's okay. Anything good recently? I think people. Are, I'm always looking for a new series or any series to watch. Anything really good recently? Oh, we've well, we've watched something recently, and I can't even remember what it was called. Um. <laughs> I feel like I can have a synopsis and read that out to you so you can tell me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. 
Goodness, what have I watched? I know your mind goes blank though when people ask you this kind of thing. I feel I feel so silly. Um, no. Do you know what I'm enjoying watching at the moment? Just um, it's a series that maybe a lot of people have not seen called Ed. It's a really old series about 20 years ago. Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. Oh, so I'll, good. I'll stick that on our t- watch list. Well, the only thing from it is that because of my music licensing issues, it's not on any streaming service, but someone's put old VHS rips up on YouTube. So you can watch the whole <laughs> of Ed on YouTube, but it's kind of semi-low quality, but it's definitely watchable. I watch it whilst doing the uh, washing up on the little Echo show. It's really good. Anyway. Have you not got a dishwasher? Uh, no, that is me. I am the dishwasher. I'm the dishwasher. <laughs> I'd say that's the same. I was broke and we haven't got around to fixing it yet. Um, yeah, that's the same here. Since <laughs> we moved into the house, it was broken and we've, so we've just not fixed it. So, yeah, that's all good. Um, okay, well, let's go off um, a, a TV series, Holly. What's, what's your favourite Disney film instead? Ooh, um, Tangled, I think. That's a good one. That is yeah, good. Yeah. I love it. Um, all our sons have always been obsessed with it. I think they like the... Um, the little chameleon in it but i yeah i love that i will watch that forever oh yeah it is a lovely one it is a really nice really nice what's your um, favorite disney movie what is my favorite i think the original uh, beauty and the beast the uh yeah original i love beauty and the beast beautiful anyway um <laughs> as, uh, uh, as a kid or a teenager growing up did you ever have any celebrity crushes um oh i you know patrick always takes the mick out of me for for celebrity crushes and who I who I used to fancy and things but I can't actually I'm I'm absolutely rubbish at these aren't I <laughs> this is so funny the quick fire round is like <laughs> the slow fire round. <laughs> oh, it's all good Holly no it's all good no, I used to have loads of celebrity crushes when I grew up like yeah or Rika John- Johnson uh Jennifer Aniston big time mm. oh, but yeah, anyway I can, see, I can see why um yeah I can't I can't even pinpoint. No? Is it someone too embarrassing that you just don't want to say live? On... <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll message you after, Alan. <laughs> it's going to be like John Major or something. Or... <laughs> I don't know why he came to mind there. Anyway, anyway, um, let's go. Let's try. Let's try another one. Uh, let's try. Another... What annoys you in life, Holly? What annoys you? Oh, gosh. <laughs> what annoys me in life? Yeah. Or weddings in the industry. Anything. Life, wedding industry. What annoys Holly? Here. Do you know what really annoys me, and I and it's nothing I can have any control over is is being woken up, being woken up from being asleep because, mm. and that happens every day. Obviously, I've got children, but sleep <laughs> is something I absolutely love and haven't had much of it for for probably about six years now. Oh yeah, bet with yeah, I'm with you there. I love sleeping. You know, people say <laughs> not. Oops, sorry. You go. No, I'm just saying it's it's great. Is I feel like I, I need more of it. <laughs> yeah, it is the best thing though, isn't it? People say, well, you can, I can do that when I'm dead, but you, you know, you're not sleeping when you're dead, is it? That's just it, I think. Anyway, but that's a bigger discussion there, I guess. But I just love, yeah, I love sleep. And we go to bed really early, you know, most nights in bed, like nine, half nine. And yeah. Oh, yeah, no, we go to bed at sort of like 11, midnight, because we're always just up working, which sounds really sad, doesn't it? But oh, yeah to do busy during the day with the kids and as soon as they're in bed which is kind of a bit of a faff because um our youngest Hugo he's started sleeping in his own room but he hasn't started sleeping through the night yet so he oh, puts a bit of a fight going to bed and then then it's sort of like eight half eight <clears throat> and then we've got obviously work to do emails inquiries to reply to editing and then it's like put on a series in the background obviously I'm not paying much attention to that because I can't even name a series for <laughs> yeah um, and then we go to bed and then 
wake up early too. I feel like I must sound miserable because, um, yeah, that's the one thing I complain about. Oh, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I love, I love sleep. I, so, I sometimes, um, we sometimes have afternoon naps even, which is just bliss. Alan, I had a nap before this talk. Oh, did you? Nice. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I booked I booked um, Hugo into nursery for extra time today so we could do this. But yeah, absolutely. I had an hour's nap before, oh, good. before coming on. Nice. Good. That is it. Life is a life goal to be able to nap more. I love it. You know, I used to do it. I don't anymore, but I used to do it for my first couple of years at weddings. You know, I used to like nap for like 20 minutes when they're having the wedding breakfast or something. I used to it was really nice but then one time I kind of overslept you know when you sleep a bit too much and I didn't miss anything but I woke up a bit groggy and it was oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah I don't do that anymore go for a sleep in the car if it's been a particularly long wedding or you've had to travel far mm, definitely yeah. I guess you guys can always oh I see yeah so you can sleep coming back can't you as Patrick driving yeah I sleep in almost 99% oh, of car journeys uh, <laughs> which Probably isn't great for Patrick, but I mean, it, it means he gets to w listen to talk sport, which otherwise, if I'm awake, I complain about. Oh, um, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, I love sleeping in cars. It's great. Mm, that's a good thing. It's a good thing. I never can because I'm always driving back on my own and that would be dangerous. But yeah, I, I agree. It's good. Um, you got you must wake up for like a, a midnight McDonald's, though. Oh, we don't. Yeah, we don't tend to do much McDonald's. I think Burger King's Patrick's favourite. Um, no, you're joking. No. <laughs> I like I like McDonald's, but we've tried to Patrick put it. Patrick prefers Burger King. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh where's the delete profile button? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's funny. That's funny. Okay, let's and let's let's we've gone back to photography. Let's talk about photography again. And at the end of last year, you won a story award with a wedding of a fellow wedding photographer and fellow TIR award winner and previous podcast guest as well as well okay. <laughs> as wab i said then as well um the fab chelsea canna or canna 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 um can you tell us a bit about shooting her wedding and she had quite a unique day but looks your your fab images and and did you feel like any extra pressure shooting for her oh uh, well so many people had messaged to ask us about that about um if we felt the pressure photographing the one and only chelsea canna's wedding and lou <laughs> um <laughs> but no we didn't i mean we've we've met Chelsea a couple of times we'd been speaking for sort of a couple of years and it it was more just excitement um I guess photographing a wedding photographer's wedding is our ideal client because they know our style more than anything and it's nice just to be chosen purely on that and it was just it was an amazing day what they had planned just the two of them obviously we started at sort of seven o'clock in the morning and I think we finished at about 11 o'clock at night Wow, nice. So it was a late finish, but it was a long day. Um, and it was, was just the four of you in total, was it? The four of us in total, yeah. It was really nice. Um, we had you, have, had you ever done, uh, sorry, no, I was going to say, had you ever done like, you know, so much coverage just for a, a kind of elopement before, you know, because that's a lot, it's a long time with just um, two people to photograph, really. It is. No, we hadn't. I guess a lot of elopements are quite short as well, aren't they? Mm. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was lovely. I guess we felt like wedding guests with cameras. We had an unlimited supply of champagne. That's nice. Seven courses of food. Obviously, there's, there's plenty of photos of Chelsea eating food. Oh, in yeah. yeah. <laughs> Loads of opportunities for that. And it, was, it was really, really, really beautiful. And it was just really relaxed. Obviously, we're on this amazing train designed, the carriage is designed by Wes Anderson. And it just. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, yeah, it, it suited those 
them just as a couple. It was just beautiful. Um, obviously, all the elegance. And then we got, at the end of the night, we got a taxi to um, sort of Bow in London, where they had more drinks, Bow buns, and karaoke. So that was really fun. Um, I'd stopped drinking because I thought, you know, I need to get some good photos, whereas Patrick continued. <laughs> <laughs> He was more involved in the karaoke than I was. But yeah, no, it was great. And we'd do it all over again if we could. Oh, that's really cool. And they're so good. It's such a great story. Such great images. Oh, man, yeah, it's so good. I didn't, and, and it was also the day of the TIR results, wasn't it, that wedding as well? And well that was <laughs> that was amazing. All of us receiving that email while we're photographing Chelsea's wedding. That was funny. And I'll say, so. I caught that moment of her looking through her emails, clicking on that. That was great, too. Yeah, that's so surreal. That's so Maybe surreal. Yeah. Mad, mad. It's so cool. Yeah. And it's it's. I will also add people to see now. I will add um, that story award to the post. So do head to this com. It's um, super great work. It really is. Yeah. What's your karaoke song of choice, by the way? Oh, well, actually, at um, Chelsea's wedding, I sang the Pokemon theme tune with, <laughs> with, with Chelsea. But I haven't. I, I tend to shy away from it, to be honest. Um, what, in general, karaoke? In general, yeah. Um, mm. I mean, I'd probably quite like to sing a Dolly Parton song, um, but I guess we'll see at this Nine Dots Gathering whether I've built my confidence enough to um, oh, try. Oh, got to make that happen now. It's all <laughs> on air and people are going to be... People are going to be getting tickets just to hear Holly Matias rendition of Dolly Parton. That's got to happen now, Holly. You've it's, totally it's, signed yourself up for that. That is good. Like I said, I'm trying to have a year of, of doing things rather than shine away. So we'll go for it. <laughs> OK, good. That is a big fat yes on that. That's cool. That's awesome. As a side side, slightly side note to that, I you know, there's working nine to five, obviously a song. I yeah. random fact about me as people are not interested in me, I'm going to say it now because it just came to my head. I once rewrote the lyrics of that to um, working five to nine. Instead, I was asked by this. This person was put together a book about like people having jobs after they've finished their main job and working from five to nine. So they asked me to rewrite the lyrics for that to oh. five to nine. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to listen to it. Yeah, I know. It's just I only wrote the lyrics and it's in a book. But yeah, yeah. Right. just sing it. <laughs> yeah, OK. <laughs> no, actually, no, I'm saying no. Holly's saying yes to things. I'm saying no. I'm saying no. Oh, that's funny. OK, um, Holly, is what I, I wanted to say this. I really like um, these lines from your website when you're talking about the beginnings of your photography journey. And you say early on, we learned the less posing and staging we did, the better the moments there were for us to capture. People relaxed around us and funny, poignant and romantic things happened without us needing to intervene or direct proceedings at all. Which obviously I couldn't agree more with that sentiment. So I just wondered, yeah, could you tell us more about that? Was it, you know, was it like a conscious decision to remove all elements of posing or was it something that just kind of happened naturally over time? Um, yeah, I guess it started happening naturally, just um, slowly taking away any elements of posing. Um, I luckily or fortunately I'd never <laughs> I'd never really had the confidence to do any posing myself anyway so I would I would never be one to direct a couple or tell them to do anything or look a certain way mm. so I guess to me naturally it was just letting things happen as they did um, and I remember saying to Patrick look you want to be this natural documentary photographer and which and the, almost all the aspects of the wedding day he was but still with couple shots, obviously people have their expectations of what they want and what a wedding day is with these couple shots. And I said, look, let's, we don't need to enforce romance on these people. We don't need to tell them to kiss or hold hands. 
or anything like that and we just stopped doing it and we told our couples um for your when you want your photos on your wedding day just go for a walk you know that that time between you two it's it's actually quite rare on a wedding day isn't it because it's busy everyone wants to talk to you so just take take five ten ten minutes just to go for a walk and enjoy each other's company and that's what we photograph um, and that's mm. how we get those natural couple shots we don't do any like I say posing staging anything like that and from there that was it then it was just all purely documentary and it works really well for us yeah and you're nailing it and I, I mean obviously I totally agree I mean I do the same thing as well with my couple time stuff just to let them in just joy having some time together because as you say they don't see each other much when they get married and yeah I just think that's the best way otherwise well as you say as well I would, I have to have no confidence in posing people but then anyway I think it's more about the photographer when you see all these kind of the same poses everyone does all the time it's just you know it can be a lot with the photographers just going through these set kind of poses it's more about them as a photographer than it is the couple really so yeah yeah I agree mm. no all good all good um and whilst I'm talking about something on your website I also wanted to say I like these lines from your site where you say I'm a small and quiet presence at weddings but my images are loud I think that's so cool Holly I think that is that is really cool I just wanted to say that and I've, I've not got really a question about it I just wanted to say it's really cool oh thank you I think I think it's it's nice because it is true um I am sort of quiet and reserved um, I guess as the years have gone on, my confidence is starting to rise. So I'm a bit less just hiding bushes. I will say hi, hello to people now, have little conversations. But like I say, yeah, I'm I'm not influencing people or directing them, but the photos I capture are loud and colourful and, you know, I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm great. You're absolutely, absolutely nailing it. I'm, I'm, I'm similar to you in that way, in that I'm, I'm not allowed presence at a wedding day you now as well. Apart from the initial hellos and stuff, I'm really, really generally quiet. It's interesting, isn't it? There are lots of different ways of doing it. There are some great documentary photographers out there who are, are loud and bantery and stuff, and it works for them. But yeah, you can also... it's just what works for you as a person, isn't it? Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Um, and also, Holly, was you obviously you both won so many things. Um, and I know you're both super knowledgeable and stuff. And I know people love hearing your thoughts. Have Have you ever thought about doing a workshop at all? Is that going to be you know maybe coming up at all? <clears throat> we have. We're in the um, we're just working out dates and things like that. It'll be coming up in the next couple of weeks, and we'll be announcing that. So that's all exciting. Oh, that is exciting. Yeah. Only a couple of weeks away to announce it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got, we've got the ball rolling. It'll be really nice. Um, we've sort of been mentoring some photographers. And actually, the um, the most recent round, I think three photographers who we've been um, sort of helping out and talking to had actually won awards in that round. So that was, you know, that's just as exciting as seeing yourself win an award, is seeing these people that you're helping. And yeah, it was, oh, it's really lovely. Is it going to be up? Can you kind of say whereabouts it's going to be, or is that the, is it is it all still TBA? Oh, we're looking sort of Manchester. Ah, uh, cool. Well, no, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Cool. So people, yeah, and uh, hopefully, um, if you're listening, no, oh, I've got to stop saying that. Yeah, but maybe you've heard uh, Patrick on the podcast before as well, and you know, it's just these two are just so good. So that your workshop is going to be so good, I know. So people, hopefully, just jump on that as soon as it as soon as it is announced, and I'll be able to, you know, tell uh, TIR members as well. And so, yeah. Oh, really cool. Um, Holly, have you ever made any really memorable mistakes? I like this question. Awesome. Oh, a memorable mistake. Yeah. Uh, don't mean marrying Patrick. I mean, like, oh. you know, just... <laughs> I can't have been a mistake. I did it twice. <laughs> <laughs> you did it twice. Oh, sorry. That's my doorbell. 
Oh, <laughs> what? Who's got? Oh, sorry. Can I? Sorry, Holly. I just need to quickly sorry. check who that is. Yeah, of course. Okay. okay. What's that? Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, I'm so sorry. So sorry. Is everything okay? Yeah. It was. Um, we're having a whole upstairs done, and it was a a delivery of some massive eight packages of things. I have no idea where they were, and I, oh, my wife hadn't told me. Sorry. So. I was just helping getting. <laughs> have, have a drink, have a break. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> proper out of breath on that. Sorry. That very... Ooh. Right. Yeah. Oh, so I remembered um, a series I've been watching. Oh, good. Okay. That's good. So this time is okay. Well, yeah. Tell us. Tell. Do you need to ask that question again or do I just. All right. No. <laughs> that's funny. I'm probably going to keep some of this in anyway, actually. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I could just say it again. Oh, I could just say it anyway. Yes. Holly, have you been. Have you been watching anything really good recently? Oh, we recently watched um, the new Fargo. Have you ever seen any of them? Oh, I've only, I think I've seen the first series or something. Uh, not the one with Ewan McGregor in it. Wasn't he in, in one of them as well? I think so. I've, I've loved them all, but there seems there's been quite a big break between them. Um, but this this recent one was so good. It was almost as good as the first one, I think. But oh. I just recommend that. It's really good. Oh, okay, I would have to check that out. Yeah, cool, cool. That's always good. I think everyone's always looking for something good to watch. So that's all cool, cool. And have you had some? You've had a bit of time there with my little break to to uh, think about any memorable mistakes that you might have made. I don't know. It's I have I haven't had a mistake at a wedding. Um, that's but good going. That's good that's going, Holly. So far, but again, I haven't been shooting for that long, so I've still got plenty of time to make mistakes. <laughs> but um, there was this one wedding that um, Patrick and I were shooting together. Um, and he got he he ended it with like really bad food poisoning um while we were at this wedding um so this was um before I'd shot a wedding on my own and I sort of had to take the reins on it he was locked away in the portaloos for most of the day oh no nightmare <laughs> I know it was from a dodgy scone as well um really is that even possible I know you think I, I couldn't I couldn't believe that was what it was from, but that's what it eaten. But now I'm I'm worried. Do you say scone or scone? I was just going to say that. Ollie. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounded very posh to me to say scone. That was uh, yeah, I say scone. Yeah. I think Patrick says scone, but I feel like I should. I don't know. I I've just said scone, haven't I? You have so said scone. Oh, <laughs> you scone. Um. Scone and snippety. Absolutely. Snippety scone. Polysaurus. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, he was locked away in the portaloos and I sort of had to um, brave this wedding and just shoot it as I could. And I actually got my first This Is Reportage award at that wedding. Um, really? I, it was? Was it? <laughs> yeah, I don't think you remember it, but it's um, some children playing Limbo. In sort oh, of I do. It's black and white, isn't it? I think. Yeah, black and white one. And I also got my bouquet shot there with the um, sort of the wide scene of the arms outstretched with a bouquet falling from the sky. I got that at that wedding as well. Oh, wow. So when the pressure was on, yeah, you it like <laughs> proper nailed it. Oh, that's really cool. That's really, that's really interesting. And um, I bet Patrick's going to love that story as well, Patrick. And the <laughs> no scones before weddings now. No scones. He's learned his lesson. <laughs> um, but yeah, thankfully so far, I've not made any mistakes or anything gone too wrong. That's all good. I'm going to touch wood for you as well. It's all good. Thank you. <laughs> Um, and let's start, because you mentioned as well you do all your editing um do you have any advice or tips or you know anything that could help people with their editing or improve their workflow at all do, do you do all yours manually or do you use any kind of like ai stuff 
No, I just, we do it all manually. I think maybe during, after lockdown, we tried sort of, was it um, like imaging? Oh, yeah. Something like that. Um, But we didn't really stick with any of it. Um, And I just found it much easier just to sit down and go through it myself. Um, Yeah. Do you do all the culling as well? Or does Patrick help with the culling? Oh, yeah, yeah. We we take turns in that. Okay. Depending when we've got time and which child wants which parent the most we'll sort of keep swapping about but and get it done as as quick as we can um but with editing i guess i guess paying attention to your crops is a big thing i would say because that really helped me um sort of once you start cropping your photos you're more drawn in to see what you'd like to photograph and then that sort of comes across in your actual work when you're at a wedding when you're photographing and how to frame it in camera rather than just doing it in the post-production um yeah yeah. yeah, so that that's something i would say really Um, i think that's such a big deal cropping in overall i mean as you're saying there it helps you learn then what to actually be framing uh, purposefully as well. But also the power of cropping as it is can add, you know, can be so much. I, I don't look at everything that gets submitted to reportage, but obviously I look at a lot each time. I just think so many images could just so benefit from a crop. They really could. Absolutely. And um, obviously I've, I've judged quite a few photography competitions. And when you're going through, you, you do just think, oh, this photograph could be so much more had you just paid attention to how you, you framed it and cropped it. Mm, totally. Yeah. I think that is a big, massive, massive deal, actually, if anyone's looking for this one little thing, I think cropping, crop your work more, crop your work more. Yeah, yeah cropping more crop. <laughs> uh, Holly, this has been, it's, uh, sorry for my very unprofessional little uh, break there, and I don't know how much people would have actually heard, because I will be editing this afterwards, actually, <laughs> anyway, so, but it's been so much fun talking to you, looking down, it's been an hour and ten already, five minutes of that was probably me lugging these heavy things in sorry about that but it's been it's been so much fun and really enjoyed talking to you i hope you've enjoyed it too not too it's not been too scary oh no it's been so lovely honestly a few photographers had said um before coming on here i'd let them know that i was doing this podcast and they said honestly alan will make it so easy oh that's Um, nice i know it was so lovely to hear that and it did put me at ease and i'm waffled at all but you know it's 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 been so lovely to come on and and chat to you so thank you Thank you. You've been so good. You've been so good. Really fab. Um, I've got time for let's do one more one more question. Oh yeah, you can go for it. Okay. Whether we have to it or not, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's do. I've already I've already done the uh, do you eat the canapes one, so I'm not going to end it on that, which I used to I used to like to do. But let's do let's and let's end it on a. Yeah, let's end it on a bit of a looking towards the future one, Holly. Do you, do you think about the future and whether you'll still be shooting weddings and families in like 10 years time? Do you think like that? Oh, um, yeah, I think I will be doing because obviously in 10 years time, I'll still be younger than what Patrick is now. <laughs> Boom, nice. <laughs> but, yeah, I've still got I've still got plenty of life left in me. Um, whether hopefully we'll be shooting less weddings and just, you know, having more time to put into into the ones we're photographing traveling the world a bit more oh yeah no, i'm really looking forward to it i think we've previously discussed saying it'd be nice to have a wedding venue one day in the future which would be lovely you oh, know really? that's designed by wedding photographers because so many of them aren't aren't designed with the thought of having people photographed in these buildings are they so we'd like to do that i think that's exciting prospect and yeah. you could you could probably put yourself on the recommended photographer list absolutely i'd hope i'd hope so <laughs> 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 to be on there 
<laughs> oh, that'd be really yeah that would be really exciting that's uh yeah really cool and anyway i talk about 10 years time you're at least contracted to shoot a wedding in uh almost that in 2026 that's almost 10 years away so yeah. yeah it seems so far away doesn't it but i'm sure it'll fly by these these past few years have yeah it does get as you get older holly and i mean you're still in like well, you're about 19 or something aren't you so it's uh <laughs> when you yeah. get to my ripe old age holly they fly by they fly by but yeah. Uh, awesome. Holly, thank you so much for chatting to me. Um, hope the your season goes well this year. And I, I really look forward to your talk and your Dolly Parton uh, singing in, <laughs> Amazing. In, in November. And yeah, all the best. Thank you so much for chatting to me. You're awesome. Oh, thank you. See you later. Bye. You've been listening to the 138th episode of the This Is Reportage podcast. Holly was just so lovely to talk to. Hope you enjoyed listening. Head to thisisreportage.com for a link through to her website to see the two individual awards she spoke about and the story award she won for Chelsea's wedding too. You can also listen to her talented husband and all-round lovely man, Patrick Matia, on episode 82 of the podcast. We now have 138 episodes of the podcast available where we speak to wedding and family photographers from all over the world. If you like this episode, delve into our back catalogue for lots more. If you're not a member of this reportage or this reportage family, check out all the benefits of joining us, including an unlimited number of images on your profile, 60 individual award and 18 story award entries per year, invites to our physical meetups and parties, exclusive discounts, hours of educational videos featuring tips and advice from some of the world's best photographers, and much more. Entries are open for our next round of awards. The deadline is the same for both sites. Submit by 2359 GMT on the 24th of March, 2024. No poses, nothing staged. This is Reportage. And this is bye for now. <laughs>